Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Book Watch Knobs. You have made it all the way to episode, uh, somehow, 246. Michael, hello. Hello. Guten Tag hello. to you. Happy happy holiday season. Happy happy motherfucking holiday. I, I love this time of year. Ironically, because I'm a Floridian. Um, and secondly, because this is my birthday month. So, like, I've always associated, like, all the lights and the fucking music and all this Christmas and holiday stuff just with my birthday. And so we decorated our tree. We got our tree up. Uh, we're recording this on December 4th. Got the tree up December 3rd. Feel pretty good about that. Do you do, you do a tree in your place? That's good timing. You should be proud of that. We, I, we I, ha- I, haven't gotten the tree yet, but we do a tree every year. And every year it's the same. Oh, that's it's, right. You keep doing live trees. What are you doing, man? That's right. Oh, yeah. We've I, talked I, about I, this. We're going to reopen this wound. I forgot. I forgot that you have like, like the, uh, the Cadillac of, I of spent $1,300 on a fake Christmas tree and I do not regret a cent <laughs> of that purchase. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I should have planned for this. I bet you they had like a Black Friday. They probably, you should have bought your Christmas tree in fucking June. Like, <laughs> you could have gotten... I bought my Christmas tree from Balsam Hill. Um, B-L-S-A-M Hill? Balsam Hill? I don't know. Uh, it's got lights built into it. It's seven, point, seven and a half feet tall. I fucking love it. We decorated it yesterday. Best they're not even. They're not even a sponsor. They're not even they're a sponsor. not even... Balsam Hill is not even a sponsor on our fucking potty mouth podcast. I don't even care. <laughs> Give us a call. Give us a call. <laughs> By the way, if you do go to Boston Hill, just make sure to use our promo code TBWS Christmas 2022 uh, for 10% off your order. Don't use that code. It's not real. That uh, doesn't, it doesn't actually exist. <laughs> so are you going to do it again? Are you doing the real tree again this year? We're going to have, we're going to, it's going to be the same, the, the pain that I feel every year. Honey, honey, this one's too big. No, it's the perfect size. Honey, it's eight feet tall and it's alive. It's, it's we got water work. and shit. <laughs> you get it in the house, it's scraping the ceiling. Jeez. Ugh, I don't. We did the real tree thing once or twice, Becky and I, when we started living together. Because I didn't grow up doing all the tree stuff. Um, and I'll just, I'll never forget if I just like brushed up against it, like if I was just like walking by it with a glass of water and like my elbow brushed up against it, my entire left side would be covered in tree sap. Yeah. Like the, like they covered in sap. They, they shed the fucking needles everywhere. Uh, you better be careful if you have an animal in the house. Cause they're going to want to go and drink like the shitty tree water in the bottom of the thing. You know what I mean? Cause you have to water them apparently. So like, I'm going to buy you a fig tree. Can I buy you a fig tree? <laughs> no. Can I, can I use TBWS money to buy you a picture? <laughs> this is important. This is this is a this is a goddamn business expense. It's killing airtime. Talk for the about office. Real trees. It's for the office. For the office. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. But yeah, mm. it's that special time of year. Everyone, let's do this. <clears throat> it's probably... snowing like crazy. I'm looking out the window. It, yeah. it really does feel. It feels perfect. You got to get over here. You got to do, dude, Florida mm. Christmases. I didn't appreciate a Florida Christmas until I left Florida when I was 18. So I grew up, I was born in Florida. I'm one of seven people that's actually born in Florida. Michael, you're the other one. Um, and I turned 18 and then I fucking left. And then I saw what like actual 
like Christmas was supposed to be like during this time of year with like the lights and the cold and the fucking sleet and shit. And, um, that's old. It, 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 I just love Christmas lights in a palm tree. That just makes me smile. <laughs> it just makes me smile so fucking much. I love it, dude. Tell me, uh. man. Yeah, no, you're, yeah. So you're in Washington state. I'm in Florida. It's classic eats me's West tale. Let's see how this, let's see how this romance ends. But for episode 246, this is a very emotionally charged one uh, for me. I think this is probably going to be the second to last episode of the year because I want to do this episode and then I want to keep the tradition going. We have to do our year-end TBWS Urology Awards show for the last episode. Same. That, right? That's kind of what I was thinking. I was Sweet. thinking the same. So second to last episode, 246 of the Two Book Watch House podcast, thusly titled, Are We Done with Microbrands? Uh, with a little bit of a look towards um, maybe some 2023 uh, orological aspirations. But yeah, this this episode topic was fueled by a purchase that I have recently made, um, which I'll talk about on my on my wrist check. But is that is that basically is that what we're talking about this episode? Yeah. And by the way, and I'm Christmas really trees. I'm really sorry if I lose power because that's also very possible. Oh my God, dude, <laughs> in you've the middle got of this to episode. move back to Florida. <laughs> It's, it's no joke right now. Like no, Michael and I were talking in the pre-talk, and he's like, "Yeah, my furnace is my furnace is dead. I've had the flu for a month. I'm eating canned tuna with my fingers. I think it's I think it's for humans. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you want to record? It's like, dude, Jesus, man. Canned tuna is a good prep. Canned tuna is a good prep. <laughs> not gonna lie. But you shouldn't. But, it's a dire situation if you have to use that prep. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you shouldn't have to use your tuna." while we're still able to have internet connection. <laughs> Not a joke, man. It snowed for like 30 minutes uh, on Thursday here, and I lost power. So well, this How this should get interesting. <laughs> it's Pierce County for you. <laughs> Dude, my, my power lines are buried. I love Florida. <sighs> I love Florida as long as I don't talk to anyone. As soon as, as soon as I talk to someone, that shit just goes out the fucking window. But like, That's, that's fair. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, this this will be fun because I I think I'm I'm wearing a micro and I am feeling I have feelings about micro brands uh, and they've you know they've kind of been refreshed recently because of this watch so yeah mm. I, it'll it'll be a good episode. Let's do this then. Let's um you want to you want to under tradition for the 246th 246th time you want to do an audio check with me. We should have music for each of these sections. I think that's something I'm going to work on next year. Oh, interesting. That could be fun. Kind of formally go through all the chapters of the show. I think that'd be cool. So there's intro There's intro music where we just lose track of time for 15 minutes talking about Christmas trees. And then there's the wrist check segment. Then there's housekeeping, which can kind of feel like action news. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. Like it just cuts in and then we get to the main topic. Yeah, that's a good That's a good breakdown, I that'd think. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Are we, are we writing this down? I don't... Well, thankfully we're recording this, so I guess. <laughs> In a way. <laughs> <laughs> that, that counts. Do you want to go first or should I? I can go first. Um, <clears throat> I'm wearing a watch. It's in for uh, for review. It's been making the rounds with uh, with a couple of uh, watch folks that, that just wanted to take a look. Mm-hmm. And I love it because it's, it's 400 bucks right now. Uh, it's a, a new brand. Um, the the watch is the Imperial Watch Company Royal Guard 200. And saw a uh, photo of this thing. Interesting. 
Yeah, I, I posted a photo on Instagram, I think maybe uh, the day before yesterday. And, I, you know, a lot of times stuff like this comes out and I don't really think too much about it, but I can't remember the last time somebody tried to make uh, make a watch that was inspired by the uh, the Eberhard Scaffograph. And that's the mm. like an old vintage diver that is pretty tough to get, actually. And the the dial, just when you see the dial on those things, it's very apparent what it is. Um, and what I like about this is if you go to the, the YouTube channel for Imperial, it becomes very clear that it's just a guy. Like a, just a dude that uh, he makes, uh, I guess the origins were, uh, or his origins were just watch modding. Like a lot of folks that started like Bill Yao or uh, Orion, things like that. Um, and I think eventually, funny enough, it seems like he enjoys modding Invictas. Like that's part of part of the roots. Fantastic. That's, <laughs> so, I think that's fucking awesome. So I'm like, if that was if that was kind of if those were the precursor to watches like like this, I I, I think it's kind of cool. And so I I I think I reached out and, and I asked for one. Um, it was just recently with Just Watches, the Just Watches YouTube channel. So Ooh. there's a a fine video of this watch there. Um, they still have his musk. <laughs> it was it was sized sized perfectly for his his tasty wrist. Fantastic. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but to just to get through some of the specs, it, it is kind of it's a it's it's really a classic sort of skin diver case. It's thirty eight mm. millimeters diameter, fourteen thick, but it's fourteen thick thick because of a a nice. A dome, that dome crystal. Oh, okay. So that's that's with the dome, fourteen. That's with the dome. Gotcha. Lug to lug, forty-seven. Lug width, 20, 20 millimeters. It's got the NH three five, and um, and sapphire and a mm. big old crown. And that's probably my favorite feature is the bezel here because if you look at the bezel, I don't know how he did it or who he worked with to to get this coloring. But the bezel looks almost like what you would get from those people that like to um, like to artificially fade their bezels. In, oh yeah, I don't know what people use like four oh nine or something. I don't know what four oh nine. I, I believe uh, I believe it's shout. I think they use they use <laughs> lemon shout. juice. Lemon juice. I don't know. I've seen like raw egg for brass. You see that or for bronze? What? People oh. use like yeah. I or it could totally I could totally be making that up, but I'm fairly certain. When I was looking at bronze watches, one of the things to do was put it in like a plastic container with like raw eggs and vinegar or something. I don't know. This is not a good hobby. No, dude, watches are stupid. We should have been solving <laughs> hunger. We should have been solving hunger, Michael. That's <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> Actually, the opposite in my case. <laughs> um, I really like this bezel insert. I think it's aluminum. And it just has that perfect blue faded, blue jeans faded look to it that you mm. get on old Tudors. Uh, another fun thing that he did with this, um, the the Eberhard, the original one, had this huge arrow uh, like coming out of the hour hand, but he swapped that he swapped that to be on the minute hand. 
And then what oh, happens yeah. is this minute hand fills in perfectly with these big old triangles on the dial. I punched my okay? microphone. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was reaching for my water bottle and, and my, my, my stupid fist hit the microphone. Are you okay? Are your ears okay? I'm good. I'm fine. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people at home. I'm sorry. Uh, so that that's a fun trick with this watch. And overall, I think um, this watch has been a, a bit of a palate cleanser for me because I think, I think there are a lot of, and we'll talk about it as we get into the main topic, but I think a lot of micro brands come out with these, these huge aspirations. Like I want to be, I want to be the next, uh, you know, I want to be the next Halios or I want to be the next Monta or I want to be the next Mark two. Mm. Uh, you know, these, these brands that these smaller brands that do very well and have been doing well for a long time. Whereas it just looks like, again, this is a guy that made a really cool watch and it's pretty, pretty affordable. And, it was just I'm, a guy with a briefcase of money and a very humble dream. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 pretty happy with it. Oh, and this this watch has also been another lesson in polished uh, bracelet parts for me. Okay. So the the outer links on this are polished, not the center links. Oh, interesting. And since handling that Seamaster heritage in New York when mm. I was there, this confirms that I like that. I like I like okay. this. Not polished center links. I, I want to see more of this. It's really, it's a really, really cool look. That's and, cool. And I, I'm down with this this level of polish. That's exciting. And is that are we going to be getting a review of that for the site? Yes, yes. Uh, so be photographing this, and uh, it'll be on its way. Are you still like? Remember when we started photographing and we were like very ritualistic, like we lit candles, we put on Michael Bolden, we had to make sure we did it at the right time of the day, like the conditions had to be just right. Are you still like ritualistic about shooting or do you just like throw on a white shirt, stand in front of a window and just snap a photo of the watch in your hand? Like what do you, what do you do? I can finish in maybe like 30 minutes. So every, every, you know, you know what I do is lately I tell myself I just want 10 photos. I want 10. Mm. So, you know, 10 different settings. Uh, and I think that's fine for a review. And honestly, we can have another photography episode, but I, I seriously think that it was the biggest shift for me was switching to Fuji because it's oh. like, it's like cheating. <laughs> like what I, what I get I out like of my mine. camera. I don't even have a nice Fuji and I like my Fuji a lot. You do. You do have a, I think, I think both of ours are pretty comparable in, in, in the, you know, in their, their larger range of products. Um, mm. But yeah, that thing is, I, I don't have to do much work to get a good shot out of that. It's That's pretty cool. Funny. I dig it. Well, I'm excited to see the, I'm excited to see the photos. I'm actually really excited to hear that you've had a positive micro brand experience. I've had I this has been a year of positive micro brand experiences for me. At least at least two of them mm. I can think. Cause I, I I I try since getting since getting the Halios in in uh twenty twenty one, you know, I you start looking you start looking for certain things mm-hmm. <laughs> after that point. So uh but yeah, we, we can we can break that down in the main topic. You still have your Halios, right? I do. Okay. I, I was doubtful about it. Uh, yeah, for, I, I, for a little I, while. I, I must have imagined. It. I thought. I thought you saw. Your, I thought I saw you trying to sell it. I must have imagined that. You know what happened? I started beating. I started wearing the hell out of it, and it got super beat up. 
and it's not as flashy looking anymore. <laughs> and I think to myself, okay, I like this now. <laughs> there you go. You're a you're a you're a no makeup kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I can appreciate that. That's cool. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Very cool. Is it uh, is it my go? Yep. What do you got? So I am wearing uh, the Orion Hellcat, a Black Mother of Pearl dial specifically, and this is a very, very interesting watch for me. I purchased this watch as a as a consumer. I didn't get it in for review or anything like that, um, and I purchased it. If you remember, we did a field watch episode. Um, I think either last episode or two episodes ago or something like that. And like I was hunting for a field watch. I wanted. A, a uh, very particular field watch. I wanted all Arabics or as many Arabics as possible around the dial. I wanted something under 40 millimeters. I wanted something that was not very tall, under 10 millimeters if possible. Um, and um, for me, it was also a very emotionally charged watch hunt because it was basically going to be my new house watch. Like, I wanted a watch to kind of help... Uh, to sort of do that stupid new house watch thing but like I also wanted it to kind of be like my chore watch like the sort of just throw on I don't have to worry if it gets hurt or beat up but I wanted it to be a very particular look because technically my little Seiko SNK805 would fulfill that need but it's just got a little too much of like a pilot lean for me for what I was imagining uh, from the watch you know yeah and I then, can see that and then um, you shared with me. Then I also saw like in other spots uh, that the uh, that that Nick over at Orion released the Hellcat with a black mother of pearl dial, and I'm like, oh shit, let me check this out. Saw the photos; it looked gorgeous, and like that same day, I bought it. So it's it's on the Orion Watches website, eight hundred and thirty five bucks. And so I'm like, all right, a little more than I wanted to spend, but let's let's do it. You know, it's a micro brand. It's, uh, you're paying for a niche product. And so I went for it and everything like that. And so I guess we could talk about it more in the main segment and I could just talk through specs now, but I'm very conflicted on this watch because there are certain things about it I like, but it's left me feeling like maybe 800 bucks was too much money for this watch as the final product that I got. And I have some thoughts and speculations uh, and some insights as to why I think that. And I guess I'll save that for the main topic. But I'm still trying to figure out if I made a mistake or not. That's really what it comes down to. I'm trying to figure out if I spent my money maybe not in the best way for how I was hunting for this very particular kind of field watch um, to fit this this. This, this need that I had of it for new house and all that stuff like that. But in terms of specs, I love the specs on the uh, Orion Watches Hellcat. So it's, I have it written down. It's 39 inches in, di- in diameter, spot on, under 40 is what I wanted. 20 millimeters lug width, that makes sense. 47 is great. 10.5 thickness, case back to crystal. And the case back on this is cool. It's like that kind of Orion thing that Nick does where it's slightly curved. Remember when the, he debuted that on the... Um, the diver the calamity yeah 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 uh it's got that super cool 100 millimeters of water resistance screw down crown it's rocking a miyota 9039 movement sapphire crystal it has bgw9 loom but only on the hands mm. so the markers aren't loomed but the but what he did do with the markers for this hellcat specifically because it's the black mother of pearl version is that the markers are in silver paint so 
the, the watch is gorgeous. Like visually, the watch is really cool, and it's very very comfortable. Also, um, the thing that I'm kind of stuck on is just some of the case finishing. It's not really what I would have expected from an $800 watch. I can go into a little bit of dichotomy around that, just sort of where my brain keeps going back and forth in the main topic, but that's what I'm wearing for the wrist check now. It's on the bracelet. The bracelet's also very interesting. Um, it's all original design. All this is original design, but it feels like the bracelet doesn't necessarily fit the watch, at least aesthetically. Because when the Calamities first came out, if I'm recalling correctly, they were on leather straps. And then later, the bracelet was available. The bracelet's cool. It's just... I don't have it on the bracelet right now. I actually have it... <laughs> I actually have it on a random strap I got. Um, remember when we got those undone watches? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have it on one of those <clears throat> straps. Like this green sort of like cord corduroy strap or whatever this is it's cool it's cool wait you, you mean the you mean the hellcats first came out only on leather is that is that what you meant or the i believe field? so yeah what did i say okay you said calamity ah fuck my bad that, and i was like okay i think those those were definitely on bracelet they were definitely on bracelet no no no, no. Yeah. thank you for correcting me the hellcats when they originally came out were on um leather and okay. then they started getting released or offered with this um bracelet i'm pretty sure that's the case and so um and so I'm just, it's just, it's, I'm having thoughts. Yeah, no, I, I think that's fair. Dark I think that's thoughts. fair. And it's, it's kind of, it's one of the, it's one of the curses of really uh, approaching the hobby from this, this angle. You, you get into boutique brands, small brands, micro, micro brands, and uh, you can't, unless you go to some place like wind up again uh you, you you can't really handle these things yeah um i was only able to handle uh orion watches uh you know i think we got one shipped to us very early on but the other ones i i, I met up in person with oh because at the time at the time he was still in, in washington yeah 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 so it's uh it, it's not always the easiest thing to to get hands on with these things so you do you do take a risk. I mean, even when I bought the the Fairwind, I I had only handled a prototype long, long before the original came out, and that was at a wind up show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it, it I think it's I think it's pretty it's pretty standard fare to just uh, take a risk on something, you get it, and then you start to wonder, oh, like, did, is this is this right? Is this what I was expecting? Um, it's not... I guess we could just go into the main topic now because I didn't have anything else on the notes. Is there anything else we wanted to go over or should we just slide into the main topic? I don't think of housekeeping stuff. Um, we have some pieces coming up. Um, we have a, a, a really cool foundational... Um, it's like a pilot. Is, is it pilot watch or GMT watches? It's it's pilot watches. Pilot watches, yeah. We have like a really cool foundational pilot watch piece coming up. Um, we have the microbrand review that you were just talking about um, coming up as well. I'm right now in the process of uh, creating an outline, a brief for um, like a big old brand rundown and review of um, probably a Daniel Wellington and then a Shinola or vice versa. Um, just because a Shinola is something we've been trying to get on the website uh, for a while. And I'm buying it as a, or I would be getting it as a consumer. I'm not going to like reach out to the brand. Fuck brands. I don't reach out to the brands. Um <laughs> And then in addition to that, I'm creating or getting ready to create like a foundational uh, kind of solar solar watch piece as well. It's just been crazy because like I bought a house and yeah. it's just been like 
Dude, moving is weird. We were talking about this in the pre-talk. Like, I had it all planned out in my head. And I thought I would be done and unpacked and, like, sipping margaritas by the water after, like, two days. <laughs> oh, and I'm, and I'm on to SkyQuest review. That's all. Oh, man, that's right. Yeah. Shout out to Monta. <clears throat> Super cool. So, lots of fun things on the horizon um, for the site. If there's anything in particular you want to see on the site or that you think would be, you would, like, if there's anything you think would be interesting to hear our particular perspective on you know let us know always happy to hear that stuff um we're kind of plugged back into ig uh a little bit right now um email us also um i still check those uh but yeah in terms of housekeeping i think that's that about covers it yeah we can get into the main stuff um it's been uh it's funny i i when i talked to you about this this topic yesterday it's just the 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 landscape of micros and boutique brands and everything is so is so different now than it was when we started the podcast in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the brands that we were talking about initially they've grown into something completely different. I mean, I think like Notice for example, I think they're I think they're that brand that next brand that's really coming up to to grow into something more. Mm. Than, than where they started uh kind of just like just like raven just like halios um and i've seen a lot of growth from brands i've seen some brands like stagnate definitely a bunch that have just disappeared like they don't really do anything else uh, <laughs> anymore no uh and then there there are people that are just and this isn't a bad thing but they're they just keep existing in their own little bubble like i was looking at some new gavox watches today and (laughs) it's just he you know he doesn't seem all that concerned uh with with you know watch show culture or instagram or anything like that he's just making cool stuff i'll i'll I'll, i say this as many times as i can say it on air gavox is probably one of my favorite micro brands because michael happy from gavox literally doesn't give a fuck what you think about his watches he's making watches that he thinks are cool did you see the longitude the new gmt it's got the dial with the texture right it's so cool. It's really cool. Maybe it's I should have so cool. maybe I should have bought that fucking watch. <laughs> it's re- I I was a little I was a little hesitant at first. He, I think he was posting renders and everything, but um, yeah, that that's just and it kind and kind of just like Imperial. It, it some some guys are just doing it for for a good time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's so here so. I think what happens with me and this Orion, and I still I still keep doing it. My my goal is to end this episode, Michael, with a definitive feeling about this watch, about okay. the Orion Hellcat. That's that's my goal because I'm really tired of flip flopping. I'm taking the watch off my wrist, and it's, it's on the the, the uh, fucking desk in front of me. If I'm looking at the watch, it is gorgeous. Like there's some polished surfaces, actually very few. There's some matte surfaces. The size of the watch is great. The the look is great. When I pick the watch up and start kind of just feeling it with my hands, that's when sort of it starts to lose me because the the lugs are super pointy. Like it literally just looks like the lugs are like um I'm trying to think of like the lug tips, they're um they're almost like fangs, like they're super sharp, but I know it's not by design. It's just it just literally looks like they didn't get polished down. Um some inside parts of the lugs are also pretty sharp, in all honesty. And um I reached out to Nick from Orion and I like I took some photos and I was just like hey man just wondering if this is normal and he's like yep that's normal and then I think he told me to just kind of like what did he say what did he say to me 
He said something ridiculous to me. And I hate it. I love Nick too, but like, what did he say? <laughs> it's just not something normal you would say to someone who spent 800 bucks on a watch you made. Um, let me see. Who are all these people DMing us, Michael? Many. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just got to bang it around a little. Smiley face. That's what he, that's <laughs> well, what he told me. To be fair to him, that's the advice that I followed myself for the Alios. That's not um, how I wear watches, though. <laughs> you and I wear watches differently. And so, like, it just, to me, it was just odd. Like, like, what if I bought a new car and I realized, like, you know, some parts of the car body, maybe the paint wasn't right or some of the angles weren't consistent. And I went to the dealership and the dealership said, like, oh, well, you know, that's how they come. Maybe it's just banging around a little bit. It's like, okay, well... That's not what I was expecting when I bought a car from you people. You, you know, know th- this is I just if if we can talk about case finishing first, this I had to pull it out while you were describing it, but uh, not my wiener, uh, a watch. Oh god, I got, re- <laughs> I, got I was a I got a little flush there. I'm like, oh, fi- fi- finally, <laughs> this episode just kicked into awesome mode. But yeah, sorry, you you, you pulled what'd you pull out? It wasn't your wiener. So the I had to pull out the Helios. Um, mm-hmm. I have the Halios Fairwind. I got this and started 2021 and this watch uh I got I got the price wrong when I when I first talked to you about it. But it it was up for 775 uh plus plus 25 plus 25 if you live in the US. So let's say say around 800 bucks. Basically what you paid basically what i paid yeah um you're describing some sharpness around lugs and stuff this watch has something like that but it's something that i almost indulge in i i kind of i run my fingers along the lugs sometimes and as weird as that sounds i i think it's because um it's it, it almost has the feeling of a very precisely milled tool so if you have say like a high end uh, you know, a bracelet sizing tool or something like that, something with real weight to it. It feels very precisely cut at the angles and everything. And that's what that's what I get out of this how this this Fairwind. Mm. It it does have some surfaces like that, but they don't feel uh, brash or uncomfortable or anything like that. To me, I I experience that and it feels as if it has an added sense of quality to it. So I I want to send you this because that's an $800 watch and this is an $800 watch. And I actually want you to put them like side by side. To, they're to both, see they're th- both micro brands. Yeah, they're both, they're both micros. Uh, but that's, you know, hearing you describe sharpness uh, uh, along, you know, edges and things like that. I, I feel some of that with this watch, but not from, not from the standpoint of, it feeling unfinished. It Just, almost uh, almost feels like over-engineered when I experienced that. What you're describing, I experienced, I think, on the early Raven Ventures. Like, some underparts of the case were, like, super precise and sharp, and you're just like, ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? This just yeah. kind of feels like it's not consistent in its mm. sort of unfinishedness, which is why I think it stood out to me. Um, but it's also entirely possible that Orion's just not the brand, you know, for me. Because the... Because here's what I was struggling with also. If what I'm experiencing on this watch is potentially some signs and symptoms of being an unfinished case, 
did I pay $835 or whatever the fuck it ended up being after shipping? Did I pay over 800 bucks for a watch that was going to be finished perfectly or a watch that I knew was a niche watch and an original design? Because I don't think I got both. You know what I mean? I think with micro brands, that's kind of the thing that I'm realizing. That's that's my problem. Like you sometimes do put dollars towards a micro brand purchase because you're paying for the unique design, which I know for Nick, it's actually a really big deal. Um, I don't know if you remember, but Nick is super anti-homage and all that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he believes, and rightfully so, in the sanctity of someone's original design. So even if it's like a harmless fucking homage person, like, I don't know, what's a, what's a, what's a random homage brand? Um... Not, I guess Tiger Concept. I fucking hate them, but let's just use Tiger Concept as as an example. Like, that's like, a good one. That's a good WMT. WMT. That's another that. good one. Yeah. Let's but 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 let's use Tiger so I don't feel bad talking shit about them. Um, <laughs> I hate Tiger watches. If you if you Google Tiger watches, you'll see a review. You'll see why I hate that fucking watch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the the even little harmless brands like that, which just put out like little hundred dollar Tudor 36 homages. Nick like does not stand for that shit because he sees it as hurting the original design concepts and images of Tudor. So I know he's someone that puts a lot of emphasis on the fact that his watches are as close to unique designs as possible. So you have to put a dollar value to that. You know what I mean? And that dollar value gets you sometimes pay more for an original design and it outweighs maybe some of the more finer and detailed finishing than what you might get on a larger brand. The only reason I'm 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 doing my my struggle with this is because the other watch I was considering for my uh new house um watch was the was like a, a titanium citizen um one of the landmasters for like four or five hundred it's like three or four hundred bucks. Um, it's, 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 it's eco drive. It's like 10 millimeters thick. It has these giant ass Arabic numerals on it. Like that would have been a fucking, and I know I wouldn't have had any finishing issues, case finishing issues with that watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I went with the Orion because I'm like, oh, it's a micro brand. It's, I would constitute it as a boutique brand because it's not a micro brand in the same way like other catalog Micro brands are like Orion watches is a boutique brand. I wanted something maybe a little more quote unquote special. And so I went with this. And so what I'm potentially struggling with now is regret. Do I regret this purchase? You know what I'm saying? That's that that's why I keep struggling. Yeah, it, it could be it could be something where you just need to spend more time with it. It could be the case where yeah, I mean get what you paid for. Honestly, that's that's a possibility, um, or or maybe you need a, a reference, you know, to to compare it to within the same same like, kind of space. Like what you're saying with the with the with the Helios. Yeah, because I you know I I look at what you know what that watch costs, and I I think it's worth every penny. Mm. Um, and it, it, that's a that's a hard thing, that's a hard thing to find in this space. I mean, we can we can both admit that uh, there are we've had several smaller brands send us stuff in the past and we've, we've had those conversations. We we've thought to ourselves like, this is not worth what they're charging. Mm-hmm. We'll, have to, we'll have to put it in the review and, 
And sometimes you can't believe that they're charging as little as they are for what it is. So that's, I mean, I, and sometimes the, the value matches perfectly what you're getting. Like, yeah, uh, think, th- think Dan Henry, you know, those I was are, gonna, I was going to say Skurfa. Skurfa too. Those are two very, very inexpensive brands. And yeah. I, I don't think, uh, actually I think, I think Skurfa is under promising. <laughs> like, I don't know how that guy makes money. How do you make money? <laughs> but you know, D- Dan Henry, for example, uh, it's, you know, what you see is what you get and this is the price and it's very difficult to, to complain about that price and the watches are just plain fun. Well, what's interesting is neither of those brands are, are original designs. I guess unless you count the Treasure Seeker from Skurfa, which it has like Aqua Racer vibes-ish kind of. The Treasure um, Seeker is something, I that's a good one to bring up because mm-hmm. I can't think of too many things that look like that, especially when you look at the that sort of Tron looking dial that, <laughs> that that it has. It's it's really really cool. Isn't and that thing only like four hundred or five hundred bucks? Something like that. And even like, the even the uh, you know just just the the main the mainstream diver the the, the divers that he does diver the one, one. That, the one that you reviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of like a it's kind of like a Tudor sub, but it's kind of not. He he still took some liberties with it to where it's pretty much its own thing. Um, the treasure seeker is 360, uh, I guess, British pounds outside of the UK. And then within the UK for VAT or VAT, however you say it, it's 442. Come on. Even That's less incredible. for us. Yeah. yeah I mean, <clears throat> I think, point, oh, sorry. I, I think, I think maybe, uh, you, it, it might be worth comparing. I don't know if you have two like other micros in your possession <laughs> right now. Um, I don't really have a lot of anything after the purge. Uh, I'll tell you right now. This I enjoyed my Gavot. I don't have it. I don't have it anymore. Um, I enjoyed my Gavots Roads immensely more than I'm enjoying this Orion. And I don't hesitate to say that at all. I don't hem and haw. I will tell you right now. And that Gavox Roads only was only like three or four hundred bucks. Watching an M series BMW slide down a hill right now. Do they of... need help? Are they are they like fishtailing down the road? They're going backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, you've got to come back to Florida. <laughs> Why would you drive that car out here right now? Well, listen, you're I mean, you're also you're where were you, Tacoma? Yeah, people not think clearly into is it like one of those is it, is it like a weird is it like a weird space where people don't know what to do if weather's there? Yeah, drive. I mean, drivers in general. I I mean, I'm I feel fine being an inexperienced snow driver as mm-hmm. a, a native Floridian. That's that's my excuse. But um, people that have lived here their whole lives, it's just it's kind of funny to see sometimes. <laughs> Telling you, man, I do agree. Anyways. I think comparing this Orion. To another eight hundred eight hundred dollar micro, most likely your your Helios makes sense. But the second point you made in regards to me not feeling like I got what I paid for, I think is the tricky part. How do you put a price on an original design? Because if I if I asked Nick, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's worth eight hundred bucks," because it's my original design. That's how much my design is worth. But to me, <clears throat> I might not see that the same way. I'd be like, "Yeah, I understand it's an original design, but." I feel like there's quality control issues. 
You know what's funny? I'm almost, and this was a big thing. This was a big thing when Monta first came on the scene, and I I credit um, I cre- credit James Stacy from Grey NATO because uh, I, th- I think he was one of the first people that actually uh, tested their watches and wrote reviews and. Like it was the, it was one of the first times we heard like, Hey, this is a, this is a smaller, almost micro kind of, kind of brand, Mm. but the cost was way above what we were used to at that point. We were, we were still, Halios hadn't grown into its own yet. Uh, um, you know, 600 bucks was still like, that was the thing. That was the thing. Like (laughs) when, when Monta came out, like that was the, the, the ballpark of where you'd assume, most micros are going to be. And then here comes Monta with, you know, four digit price tags. Yeah. So people were just like, what the hell are you doing? Um, I, I'm at a point, if we're talking about the utter state of micro brands going into 2023, I personally am at a point where uh, I might even feel more comfortable seeing a higher price tag. Mm. If, if, uh, if steps were taken to really actually get to that point from a, from a quality perspective. So, I mean, the fair wind in itself is pretty pricey. Yeah. That's, that's not, that's not uh, old school Raven pricing. That's not notice pricing. It's, 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 it's not crazy expensive, but it's not cheap either. Right. Um, the same goes for the Tornick Rayville that, that I have. Oh Yeah. That one, you're you're just like a hair under four digits, and it's still like wild. It's a <laughs> wild watch. Um, so I I'm and, and the latest Monta that I test that I test drove the the SkyQuest. You know that that's not a cheap watch by any means. It's twenty four hundred bucks. Right. But that thing is. I mean, it was right. It was right up there with the 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 Tudor, the Black Bay GMT that I had. Wow, I I think the quality is, is right actually, there. That's saying something too. Okay, arguably, cool. arguably with a more reliable movement. I was gonna say, how so, how how's that how's that date swap? How's that date <laughs> change on the Monta? <laughs> nice, nice and crispy. So, uh, yeah, that's I man, I sent that thing back yesterday, and it made me sad to send it back. I'm <laughs> I still have I still have the the product I have the product page open right now, and I look at the price, and it's like it's like your phone background now, it's your screensaver. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh you know you can call them a micro or whatever, but the price is still you know you still got to think about it. That's not mm-hmm. something that I could just add to cart and be like, okay, surprise, honey. Right. <laughs> like, oh, man, that's funny. Um, I, I I'm I might be at a point where. You know, if I do look for a micro in the future, uh, I might want something. I might actually want to look for something a little pricier. Uh, because interesting. If, oh, sorry. if you keep if you if you keep cycling through these, and you can learn this with Seiko, you can learn this with micros. But if you keep cycling through the random like three hundred dollar purchase here, like four hundred dollar micro there, and then you sell it for like a forty percent loss, it's just you stop having fun after a while. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also might be one of those things where maybe the higher price point for a micro is that combination of unique design and higher tier case finishing and QC control. You know what I mean? Because it seems like, and this is the existential crisis that I'm realizing after spending time with the, with the Skirfa Diver 1, 
um, for the review and then also spending time with this Orion, even though I know they're in different price price brackets, it just feels like under a certain price point with a micro, you can either get an homage that's that has incredible QC and case finishing, or you can get a unique design with maybe not the best case finishing, or maybe not what you're expecting. But then there's the added, the added layer of what you're saying and that maybe this is just what is normal. And so that's why we're talking about you know possibly me spending time with the Halios. Um, or you can spend time with the Orion if you want. I had two. I, I had two Skurfa diver ones at one point. One one was mine, and then one was uh, loaned to me by uh, by Terry from mm. Ute, Ute Straps. Um, <clears throat> now nah, I'm, I'm still gonna call it Toxic Nados. I was gonna I, say you don't have to. You don't have to. <laughs> you have to do that with me. It's Toxic Nados. Sorry, everyone. It's it's Toxic Nados. Yeah. yeah. But he loaned me one, and uh, you know, also. Those watches had that very kind of precisely milled, hefty feel to it, uh, where, where like the angles were very strong, very sharp. Dude, the one I had was titanium. Ooh, yeah, so, so nice. So I think I'm 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 still trying to get a feel for uh, what you're experiencing because there's. There are different different types of sharpness, I guess, when you when you talk about case finishing and things like that. And one is positive and one is negative. So here's an example of it all. Of, 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 of I'm going to try to paint you a picture. When I have the bracelet on this watch, when I when I hold when I like close the bracelet and kind of like squeeze it, so both ends of the bracelet are meeting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The lugs stick out past the end links, and they're sharp and like. They'll catch on threads. That happens. That happens on this on this Halios. That's part. Really? That's part of the design. Maybe actually. I'm just that's, a fucking asshole, dude. That's that's a positive. I see that as a positive design point because that just means that the, uh, like, this on the bracelet that really allows it to hug the wrist a lot more comfortably. Like that when I when I if I squeeze the bracelet and I just see the. Uh, I see those lugs sticking out beyond where I can tighten the, the bracelet to. That's that's a point of comfort for me. But it's, uh, it's, it's. Not I think so that much. has something to do with female end links, also. Yes. Yeah. That well, happens, I mean, like that happens yeah. with that. It's an asshole. Look at look here. Here's where I think my brain is at. The regret that I'm feeling in regards to this watch is I regret spending over eight hundred dollars on this watch. A lot. That's, That's I think I think for me to have spent that much money and to be wrestling this much, I think I did make a mistake. Which is fine. It happens. Um, <clears throat> yeah. If this were, it just it just sucks because like I don't know. It's supposed to be my new house watch. Um, I guess I can reveal this on air. It's supposed to be my new dad watch because we're expecting. So like, I was trying to like, I was trying to put so much emphasis on, on one purchase. <laughs> yeah, woo. You know what I mean? My baby fever has been satiated. I can no longer cry at the sight of strangers' children. Because um, I, I used to do that. I would just see like kids playing in the street and I'll get like really teary eyed. But you can't do that because you look like a psychopath. You know what I mean? So just kept that shit to myself. Yeah. And so I think I think maybe that's why I'm experiencing disappointment because like I thought I would get the watch and I'd be like, oh man, perfect. I made the right decision. But like instead what I'm feeling is like, ooh, 
this is really what I wanted. It's yeah. not what I wanted. It's 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 no knock or disparagement on what the watch is, but I don't think it's what I wanted. And so now I'm kind of stuck. What do I do with it? Do I just eat the 800 bucks and buy the Citizen? <clears throat> do I try to sell this thing at a fantastic loss? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As I mean... Going back to the Alios, I experienced the same thing because this was one of those watches that I, I, you know, when I saw the prototype in San Francisco, I thought to myself, that thing looks crazy cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and I think from that point on, it still took over a year for it to actually be released. It was, it was a really long time in development. So I had been building up this, this desire to get the watch and then I finally got it in in 2021 and it was I I did regret it for a long time. Really? It, it took me I, I, I was I got to a point where you know I was early on I was wearing it a lot I'm like yeah this is really cool and then and then I'd wear it and then just look at it and think this thing is like too nice for me. It was very very what what was done to the links where you know there's there's polishing in between each of the links and as it moves around it, it catches light a lot like mm-hmm. almost yep. like what you like a royal oak bracelet it's really it, it's it's very glittery in the way that it reflects light um and i mean for this it was just one of those things where i had to wear it and wear it and wear it and wear it and i guess in a way it became my own and I, that the that uh regret kind of just melted away um and I thought I was crazy at first. And then I heard from somebody who is a kind of in our circle that is a, a very, very big Halios fan. <laughs> very, uh, um, very pro Halios. And right. he, he's just like, yeah, man, that, that kind of happens with those, those watches. They almost look a little bit better after you wear them and beat them up a little bit. So I, I don't know. It, it, it might be one of those things. possible that I'm, in, in this equation of different variables that's reaching a certain conclusion, it's possible that I'm the variable that doesn't fit. This may just not be the watch for me. I don't that know. That is true. Yeah, that's you totally, know, totally possible. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. uh, I'll put it back on the bracelet and, and wear it for a bit uh, more, a bit longer, but I don't know. And that's the, I mean, that that's a huge risk with these, these micros. I... I love this part of watch collecting culture. I love that people can just, uh, I mean, like Imperial, I, I love that somebody can just be, can just say, I really like the way this, this old skin diver looked and I want to mm-hmm. make, make my own. Uh, the same goes with, um, you know, we have somebody else in our circle that, that just started making those chrono ports watches. Oh yeah. And, uh, and that, that was just like another dude saw the Magnum PI watch and he said, I want to, I'm just going to make these. I don't care. I don't care if I, if I make a killing or lose a killing, you know, it's just that, that part of collecting is really, really fun. And I'm grateful that we have these, these smaller boutique spaces in the watch collecting world, but it still comes with a risk of what you're feeling right now. What I felt with the, uh, the Halios for a bit, um, I would say that the regret that I felt uh, with the BBGMT was worse eventually. 
Cause, oh, yeah, that was tough. Because <laughs> that was, a, or, uh, yeah, that was a watch that, um, you know, I, I started off with a very hot relationship. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it started to just kind of go downhill. And it, it wasn't until the very end where I thought, eh. Well, to yeah, be I'm, fair, I'm it wasn't you. It was the watch. Yeah, it was it was one of those things. That 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 whole the movement side of it was disappointing, but thankfully the the solution was pretty straightforward. Um was the solution to just to sell it? Well, the solution was David SW has incredible service. Oh and, fuck yeah. Yes. <laughs> and like return and like they actually orchestrated the entire warranty thing. So that was cool. You did good buying from David SW, not like uh oh. Someone like Chrono Twenty Four or whatever the fuck yeah. over like selling watches now. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that lucky, lucky for me that 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 part was pretty pretty easy. But you know, eventually I, I thought to myself, I uh, maybe this watch isn't maybe you put it you put it in a really good way. Um, maybe I'm not right for this watch. Which is which is I think that's totally fine. Like there's just but yeah. <laughs> It's 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 something I like. I said I, I oh, let me try that again with 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 consonants and vowels together, as opposed to just trying to talk in consonants and then just trying to talk in vowels. I think the reason that I keep struggling is I keep imagining, oh man, what if I got in the citizen instead? That's why I keep getting fucked up, also, and why I'm thinking like maybe this isn't the watch for me, or maybe. You know, I'm not the right person. Like, I'm not the right like demographic uh, collector for this type of watch or whatever. Um, it's just, it is beautiful. It is a good looking watch. That experience just changes when I handle it. But I think, I mean, if that's normal for an eight hundred dollar micro brand, then let's 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 orchestrate some kind of situation where we can have the watches spend time together. Your Halios and then this watch. Um, I think that might, might not be a bad idea. Maybe when you come to visit, when you come to visit me here in Florida, uh, when you escape the tundra, the tundra, the, the frigid north. I'm watching another another BMW slide down. Oh, it's how close to B- an Escalade. How many BMWs? Ooh, an Escalade. Kind of, how, who else is in this neighborhood? That is it happening? That Escalade is, that Escalade is trying to go up and the dude is, he's thinking about it. He's like, do I try to go up all the way? Dude, don't do it. Dude, don't be a hero, sir or ma'am. <laughs> it sucks because I live at the bottom of the hill. Oh, so you see all the action. I and and the hill is right outside my office window. So I'm recording and I just have all of this entertainment all day. Whether it's kids like they're gonna be sledding down tomorrow or cars that are just losing control. It's kind of fun this time of year. It's it's a big a big highlight for me. But you anyways, should just, you, you should just be out there with like um a big scorecard board. <laughs> A lawn just, chair, just like and, and like a lawn chair, scorecard, scorecard, <laughs> just being like hill, hill fifteen, cars zero, and like every time someone just eats it or just doesn't like you know make the hill, like the hill gets one more, gets oh, one man. more point. <laughs> Even but, score, but you know I, I, um, I'm also seeing some I right I've seen this before where where somebody will will make a forum post and it can be like. It can be a Raven or it can be a, a, a Halios or a Notice and, and they don't like it. And, you know, 500 bucks was a lot. Yeah. And and they just tell themselves, I'm done with micro brands. Like, 
That's I'm, kind of what happened to me, I think, a little bit. Because you know, you know that, I, I mean, obviously we can't compare the manufacturing capabilities, but you know that 200 something bucks for a citizen or 300 something, you know what you're going to get. Exactly. You know what you're going to get. And I mean, some people, yeah, some people stop. I, I don't, I don't know if I'll, if I'll take a $300 gamble on a, on a micro anymore. Mm. I say this kind of selfishly because, uh, I was lucky enough to get the fair wind and, uh, I was lucky enough to not get price gouged for the, the Tornick reveal. Yeah. Um, but maybe I, should, maybe I should just buy a Manta. Should I just buy a Manta? I've I've had a chance to so we we have a review of the Atlas on the uh, on the website. We'll be having a we'll get a review of the SkyQuest pretty soon. I have to edit the photos, but um, that's one of those cases where his triumphs look awesome. The triumphs are really cool. Let's let's send you one. Let's send me one. Let's let's get in touch with their with their people just so you can you can have a I'm ball. Looking, looking at the photos, yeah, this thing looks like it's. At the same time, I can't compare the Triumph to this Orion Hellcat. It's no. literally twice the price. But yeah. that goes back to what we were talking about. Maybe you have to pay more to get maybe a more... To have more of an expect, a stronger expectation of like, I'm paying, you know, let's just round up and say $2,000 for a micro brand niche design that should be very high QC in case finishing. Well, like, let's say I, we were talking about this, I think, before, but, you know, if you did, if you did find that you, um, you know, you have to sell this watch, get yourself the the citizen, mm-hmm. how much would you, would you have spent at that point? Okay, so yeah. I paid eight, let's just round up and say I paid 850 for this watch, including shipping. I don't know what the fuck shipping is on this thing. So let's say I paid 850. I'm not going to get 850 for this watch. Let's assume maybe I would get 350 for this watch. So I lost 500 bucks. And then let's say I buy the Citizen, which is like 400 bucks. I'm going to be at 750 or 800 bucks. Yeah, a, a little closer. Not not quite at Triumph funny, but you're 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 closer. Closer. Closer, closer. Closer to that four-digit threshold. Um Ah, fucking yeah, that's micro that's why brands. people don't want to look. A lot of people don't want to mess with that with, with micros anymore, and it's the other really funny thing I've heard that people don't want to mess with micros is they don't want to do they don't want to buy a watch from a company that has like a one year warranty and the company's just gone in six months. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a val that's a valid concern for a micro brand. That's a good point. We've seen a shit ton of micro brands. You know, come and go. We've also seen, we've also seen a shit ton of watch podcasts come and go. We stand upon the threshold of our foes, vanquished corpses. Here, at TBWS. That's how we roll. <laughs> I. This is this is. It's gonna sound like I'm stroking a bit, but um. Stroking. Where are we? What are we doing? <laughs> but I I'm I'm pretty proud to hear from people that uh, are doing something like this, and mind you, much better than we are. And and they will say things like, "Hey, I heard TBWS, and it really got me inspired to start this thing." I think that's pretty cool. That's happened. That's always that's always nice to hear. It's just it's just good because um, when we started the show, it felt like we were the only ones who were gonna like the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 
That's cool. Mad props to anyone that, you know, enjoys the show enough to want to do your own thing too. That's cool. I'd, I'd give it some time. I, 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 um, I'm going to put the, I'm going to put the watch on the bracelet. I'm going to wear it around tomorrow is my birthday. So I'm going to wear it around. I think for my, um, Oh no, I really want to wear the grand Seiko for my birthday. Yeah, wear the Grand Seiko for your. Yeah, what do I do? Yeah, well, yeah. Let's let's just let's just bury that thought. I'm gonna wear the Grand Seiko tomorrow for birthday. Fuck this watch. That's different. Oh, uh, I love I love my Grand Seiko, Michael. I love I love my Grand Seiko so much. That's my watch. We need to see it on the Instagram more. Hmm. The problem is I can't just do a 30 minute photo shoot. I got to get the lighting right. I got to make sure I have enough old junk mail to use as like reflectors. I got to take 4,000 photos and find maybe like two or three I can make not shitty. The problem is when I take photos, I feel like if the photo is at least a little not perfect, then everyone can imagine me at my worst while I was trying to take the photo. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Not wearing shoes in like old pajamas and like a big mustard stained sleep shirt all like oily faced and I'm trying to take a picture of a fucking $3,000 watch and like I feel like people can see me at my worst if my photo isn't as nice as I think it should be and so that's why I put so much pressure on it just have fun with it man we we're super throttled anyways because I think we don't do the things that Instagram likes to I'm incapable of having fun I think I've realized you know I've been seeing somebody uh (laughs) somebody's doing something pretty funny on Instagram Mm. because I saw him complaining about, I guess, throttling on his post and trying to trick the algorithm or whatever he's doing. He'll do a watch photo and then attach another photo to the post so you can scroll through. But the second photo is like, uh, like borderline hentai. (laughs) 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 I think it's that guy, the time teller. It's pretty funny. That's Um, actually pretty funny. Let's, let's see if it works. Um, no, because no. <laughs> then, then we're gonna get served like weird stuff on the. We're, we're on gonna, the yeah, we're gonna, page. we're gonna, we're gonna poison our our Instagram. Uh, <laughs> we thought you might also like these. Like God, Jesus, no, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Damn it, Instagram. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the bracelet on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear it for a bit. I'm gonna give it a shot. But I just feel like, I just feel like I shouldn't be in the position of having to try to convince myself to like the watch because that's what I feel like I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, and that's that's what I felt. Again, I, I felt that with uh, the Alios. Alios, yeah. Um, I, it, and it was, I'm, I mean, I feel like it was a worse situation with the Alios because that's one of those watches where you feel like everybody likes it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, everybody loves this watch. Why don't I love it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, sometimes it takes time. But I, it, again, it, it might not be, you might be at that point anymore. In, in watch collecting in general where you're just like I don't want to take these gambles anymore I think I was there for a while like we've talked about it a lot on the on the show like we just sort of aren't into the whole spending three four five hundred bucks on micro brands like I hadn't bought a micro brand in a long time I haven't bought a watch in a long time which is also why this Orion thing kind of stinks like it's it's a pretty rare occasion for me to um yeah to buy a watch you know so um but let's see. I'm 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 gonna wear it for a bit, see what goes down. Um, maybe I can send it to you. Maybe when you come here, you can bring the um, the Halios, and we can do like a fun side by side or something like that. Yeah. You know. Go Jeet, go. 
Is, is, is the Jeep going to make it? Is the Jeep going to afford the river? Are they going to make it? The Jeep made it. Solid. <laughs> Finally, someone's Jeep purchase was justified. <laughs> was it? What, what was it? Like a Cherokee, Grand Cherokee, Wrangler? Please tell me it was a Wrangler. I think it was. I think it was a Cherokee. Okay. Yeah. All right. Finally. <laughs> uh, so, anyways. I was at the grocery store the other day and I parked next to a Wrangler and it had like a big ass like roll cage on it. I'm like, yeah, for all that rolling we're doing on these hills, we're beset with <laughs> here in Sarah. Like, what are you, what are you doing, man? <laughs> you I only, I only like roll cages on my G-Shocks. <laughs> there, there, there you go. Oh, man. Um, what about 2023? I want to spend a little bit of time talking about 2023. Yeah, yeah, a year-long watch fast with an F91. Is that what's going <laughs> to You know I'm not going to do it. He's going to he's he's doing the orological equivalent of wearing a chastity cage everyone. This is going to be fantastic. I I posted I posted the two that I have the other day and I got two really funny comments about it. The the first the first person said uh the real sub killer. <laughs> and I thought eh. I, I mean, I probably wouldn't dive with it, but, you know, considering the way that most people wear their subs, I can see that. And then yeah, I can see that. Uh, somebody else called it the Olive Garden Watch. The and Olive Garden Watch. <laughs> that's that's a I new category. What, I think I see what they're trying to do. That's interesting. <laughs> that's a new new category. A new category. Huh. Uh, I like that. <clears throat> 2023 might be weird because I, I'm, I know I've been here before, but I'm, Again, I, I looked at the uh, I looked at the box the other day, and I'm. Uh, I think you and I have, when we look at when we started the podcast and where we are now, I think we've both uh, flirted with price ranges that we never really saw ourselves, you know, getting into. Right. Um, and I I'm becoming, I'm becoming more and more uncomfortable with the the value of the collection overall. Uh, like I just, I feel have, I feel bad having that much tied up in watches. And I, I got mm. to a point where I thought, do I cut kind of like you, do I cut down to five? Is yeah. that, is that possible? Um, not saying that I'll do that in 2023, but it's, uh, maybe, I may be a little bit more mindful with, with my purchases in 2023. I want to, okay, I'll just get to it. Get to it. What's up? <laughs> I I wanna I wanna maybe if if I do get something, I wanna just maybe try for the one. Like if if you get something in if you get something in twenty twenty three, it's one and you can't do anything else. And it, I know I tried do, that. I know. Do you I mean the Do you mean the one forever or just the one for twenty twenty three? I mean, I would. That's another. That's another discussion. <laughs> so, so, um. I know I made this promise end of 2020, end of 2020 going into 2021. I recall. And, and for 2021, I'm like, I'm going to buy one watch. And that was, that was actually the Fairwind. That was the Halios. Mm-hmm. So I was struggling with it, with that one purchase. And that was the same year that the Tornik Rayville came out and the Synchron Military. And I was just like, damn it. Dude, your abstinence damn burst. And it was just gangbusters. I feel like at that point. Yeah, that was really bad. So I need to... <laughs> I need to try to, I, I need to retry this. And yeah. I know the worst, 
Actually, this might be the best part. The best part is that there are going to be so many people rooting for my downfall. He's proven <laughs> wrong, dude. He's proven wrong. <laughs> uh, it, it, it could be bad. I mean, also, there's... I have... I don't know. We haven't done a state of the t- collection, but I, I talk about the, the 10 watch box that I have. Mm. And, and right now I see what's in there and there's just, there's one slot left. Mm. I don't know. Do I, do I fill that last slot in 2023 and then just never think about this again? Does it, does it start with a P and rhyme with BB? <laughs> what? PP? Patek, Patek Philippe. Oh. That was I could have done that. I could have done a better job at that. I'm very tired. <laughs> uh, Smatek. Smatek. I was also trying to make a filling a slot joke, and I tried to lift too much with my joke. I think is what happened. <laughs> okay. No. Tried to fill too many slots with one joke. I. This is this is also very different from, I mean, where I was, like getting into watches early on. I I, mm. I always thought to myself, oh, the goal is to you know, is to get the AP or, or like, you know, that one day that five digit watch purchase. Yeah. That'll have like, I'm, I'm really not there anymore. I I think, I think with some of the, some of the more expensive stuff that I've gotten after just after really doing it. Um, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm comfortable, uh, exceeding that price range ever again. I I hear that. I think I'm always going to be, uh, at or below, what i've spent so far so no rainbow daytona for me damn <laughs> even though I, right. I still do think that one's pretty cool i mean you can you can think it's cool and appreciate it, but you don't have to spend the money on it there's a there's like an amazon brand that makes a copy for like 150 bucks or something maybe i'll get that i think it's the pagiani pagi maybe, it, maybe it's bagel sport <laughs> you want to talk bagel sport now well <laughs> you still have that of course i still have it I wear it around the house sometimes. <laughs> it's fine. It's my vacuuming watch. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetheart, let me just throw my bagel sport and do some dishes. Like, ah, fine. That thing would not survive the dishes. No, probably not. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hear that though. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. Even if there are people rooting for your downfall, I'm rooting for your triumph. Thank you. In 2023. Thank you. Yeah. No. In terms of 2023 for me, I don't fucking know. I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck I did in 2022. Um, I can see myself getting that citizen potentially. Um, it depends. I don't know. Or I think I'm going to get something. I don't want to go crazy, but I think I'm gonna get something because I do. I do still feel like, as my, here we go, as my new house slash new dad watch, I don't think the Orion Hellcat did it. Even if I end up liking this watch, it still won't be that watch to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because <clears throat> I wanted a dad watch. I wanted I wanted something that screamed very similar utility as like 
a Casio DW5600 or the F91W or whatever the fuck the F9. Like I wanted something like like that kind of dad watchy, but I all I also wanted it as a field watch. Like I didn't want I didn't want something digital. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think I don't think I did a good job in this user error on my part. I don't think I did a good job matching a watch to that kind of goal for the new house slash new um, new dad watch. So. I still see myself annoyingly trying to fill that spot um, even after I closed on my house. But maybe just in time for the, the for the, the birth of my child. I think it's really simple. We, we, we've texted about this before, but I think you should just get a Railmaster. I get a Seamaster, and then we end, end the podcast. I love the Thelma and Louise ending. It's like my favorite. We just... Go for it. Consequences be damned. And then careen our car off off a cliff into a chasm. I mean, those rail masters, you can find them used pretty easy. I don't know. I do fucking love that watch. You know what's funny? I like this Monta Triumph and I like this Orion uh, Hellcat because they both sort of remind me of different parts of that rail master. Yeah. I should have just gotten a fucking from What was I doing, Michael? Rail masters are cool. Oh, what an idiot I was several <laughs> weeks ago when I bought this watch. Damn it. All right. Let me figure out what I'm going to do here. Got to figure out how to navigate this one. <laughs> I'm trying to pay off my student loans, man. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't sell your baby. That's. I'm not going to sell my opposite. baby. I'm trying to, <laughs> I, just, I just took on a brand new ball-crushing mortgage. I'm trying to pay off my student loans. You know, a four thousand dollar watch doesn't really fit into my equation right now. I mean, you're um, just you're just living the American dream. <laughs> just yeah. just pile it on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just pile it on, man. Uh, that's too funny, though. Let's see. Okay, I do. I have one watch purchase in me in twenty twenty three, and it, it's it's this. It's not this in the Railmaster. It's this watch that's going to fill this void that I mistakenly tried to have this Hellcat um, fill. I don't know what sort of presence this Hellcat's going to have in my collection if I do decide to keep it. Um, you know what's fucked up? This is how fucked up it gets. I don't even know if it's worth selling for the three or four hundred bucks. Obviously mm. it is, but I find myself so demoralized as to making, quote unquote, a bad decision that I'm almost talking myself out of it. Yeah. <clears throat> Let this be a PSA to folks. It's okay to regret what you buy. Fine. It's fine yeah. to make a mistake, you know? You know what I want? I want to stop doing also. I want to stop. Uh, so a, a lot of times I'll look at a collection and I'll see a watch and think to myself, I really like this watch. I think it would be better if I look for, uh, I guess if I look at the watch in terms of genre or type and think, oh, I like this. I need to upgrade to a, a, an even better version of that. <clears throat> and I mm. felt that for a while with the the Marathon Navigator that I have because I love that I love that design I love that um, you know the 12 hour bezel and uh, you know what you see in the old Benris watches and the Mark II the Paradives and so I, I think to myself okay this one's plastic it's quartz uh, I think eventually it'd be really good if I get rid of that and replace it with a paradigm or a, a, a Benner's type one or something. And I think that's, that's kind of, 
that's been toxic for for my collecting and i want to stop that yeah i think yeah. that's common that's that's that i think a lot of folks do that because i wore the hell out of that thing one week and it's just so cool i'm like this <laughs> this thing is awesome i don't i don't need to i don't need to do that so that's another thing that i'm going to be more aware of I like that. We should do, should we do, so So next episode, let's do the TBWS 2022 Best Neurology Awards, um, which if you're not familiar, is uh, the very own unique uh, watch collecting award show where the categories are, you know, things like best watch to give a hand job with. Um, they're not proper categories. Really, it's just us kind of talking shit. It's usually the last two categories that end up actually being real, I think. I don't know. We, yeah. tend, to have, we, we tend to have fun with it. Yeah, like um, our favorite release. <laughs> yeah. The rest of it's just shenanigans. So if you'd like to join us for the shenanigans, definitely tune into the uh, next episode and listen to the past couple um, Best in Neurology uh, award shows as well. But maybe on that episode, do you, should we do like a, should we do like as the intro some orological New Year's resolutions? Yeah. Yeah, because what you just shared is a fantastic one. Yeah, continuation, almost a continuation of this this topic. So, mm-hmm. and I'm mine's going to be to stop making dumb decisions. And then the first episode of 2023 will be my my downfall. <laughs> Mike buys a new watch, January first, <laughs> 3 p.m. <laughs> that's actually when my Halios came in. It was January 2021. Oh, that's so funny, <laughs> you poor thing. Yeah, man, that was a tough. That that that's tough. Yeah, that's tough telling you man but yeah no you got this i believe in you um somebody does there you go telling you man i'm feeling pretty good i think i'm curious on other folks thoughts about several of the things that we came up on the episode um let us know your thoughts in general in regards out to hit my hand in regards to micro brands if you've been collecting watches as long or longer than us has your opinion of micro brands changed yes no um, have there been any micro brands that have changed your opinions for the better or for worse? Um, in addition to that, are there any micro releases you think upcoming that you're actually pretty excited about? Because it definitely, I'll give micro brands this. They're doing, a lot of micro brands are doing a much better job of marketing and teasing than like a few years ago. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like they're doing a really good job kind of getting folks hyped up so like i'll use the notice guys as another example if you go to their website they talk about several releases they have coming up Mm -hmm. like on like an upcoming there's like a there's like a a section on their site that's called like upcoming releases or something like that yeah they put up these like cryptic wireframes too and it's very it's really cool yeah it's cool you know what i mean whereas like a few years ago it'd be like uh hey tom here on like a forum here's some new watches i'm releasing here's my (laughs) paypal it's like oh okay like that those days are gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, mad, mad props for that. But are there any microbrand releases that are coming up that you're excited for? If you also, this is actually very um, selfishly pertinent to me and my experience. If you also purchased um, the Orion Hellcat, Black Mother of Pearl dial specifically, and are either having a similar or different experience than me, definitely let me know what's up. You can email us at tbws.contact at gmail.com. That email again tbws.contact at gmail.com or hit us up on um, on Instagram. Definitely looking forward to um, hearing from folks, but uh, am I missing anything? I think that's good. So yeah. let's 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 do this. Let's let's let the kiddos go. 
And then we can record our mm-hmm. um, post-episode Patreon special. So for folks who do subscribe to us on Patreon, um, we've started doing the Before the Clap pre-talk segments again. We forgot to record uh, Before the Clap pre-talk segment for this episode, so we're going to do a post-segment episode <laughs> and post that on um, mm-hmm. on Patreon. Michael, I'm going to share a really funny experience with you on the post-talk that I had um, with someone trying to sell me pest control services. So, oh, that's going to happen. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's cool it's cool it's a good experience it's a good experience it was actually really really it was it was all right but i'll talk about that on the um on the after the clap after tbws after hours after i got the clap after <laughs> i got the clap <laughs> then i gotta go get the bread and milk because it is snowing is it happening is it are we are we hitting defcon one right now <laughs> well well here let's do this it's that sad time um you can start closing this out and then i'll 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 Shut the book on it. Close the book. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Wash Knobs. Later. Later.